Mm-hmm. Not the type of rant y'all were thinking of, but fuck it, I'm doing it anyway. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. Modern day wrestling kind of doesn't do it for me. And NXT and AEW will both be in the same boat at this point with this one. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Nobody, not everyone's going to enjoy my opinions on this. Not everyone's going to like what I have to say, but I'm going to say it anyways. First of all, I love NXT to death, right? But why am I only invested in a couple of storylines? Like, the whole thing with Walter and Ciampa made sense to an extent. As in, Walter, as in Ciampa just wants to get back to championship gold and he's willing to take anything at this point. Whereas, you have Ciampa, whereas Walter, who's been champ for damn near two years, if not two years, and more, who, quite frankly, is trying to figure out, can Ciampa go back to that dominant style he had back in the old days of the NXT, you know, when he was champion? That I can fuck with, that I can relate to. The fact that the fact that uh, Cole and uh, Kyle O'Reilly are fighting for their pride and a betrayed friendship. There's a story behind it. There's meat and bones behind that. I can fucks with that. The fact that in WWE on Monday Night Raw, Bobby Lashley is the current champion. And Drew McIntyre wants to get back to that championship concerning how it was Bobby who cost Drew the title by attacking him, causing the Miz to cash in. And now Drew's trying to get his moment in the sun, whereas Bobby is trying to be the dominant champion. Randy, um, SmackDown, Edge and Roman. As many as people want to complain about the whole Daniel Bryan thing, I was really not trying to sit here and watch an old Edge, right? I'm not going to say he's old to the point where he can't wrestle, because that's a lie. But I really wasn't trying to sit here and watch Edge, who, let's be fair, is limited as hell to against a slow plotting, methodical Roman Reigns, who was a great heel character, but I'ma keep it a buck with y'all. Face Edge don't do it for me, and it didn't do it for me this year. I'm happy he's a tweener-ish heel, and I'm happy Daniel Bryan's in there, because it adds to the story. Roman Reigns, a dominant champion, who the only thing he wants to do is be in the spotlight. That's why he was begging Edge to be the main event, because he knows World Rumble winner gets main event priority, and he wants that style. He wants to be main event priority. He wants people to acknowledge him, not only as a tribal chief, but as a main event player. Edge won the Rumble, has one more redemption story left. He's done everything in his, in his career. All he wants is to be back on top as world champion again. Daniel Bryan, who once again, after winning the chamber and immediately going after the championship against Roman Reigns and again being fucked over at Fastlane, wants one last shot at the big time. He doesn't know if this is his last WrestleMania and he wants to go out with a bang. And let's be fair, both Roman and Edge hate that shit because they're like, this is supposed to be our time. I, I can actually get into that story. I'm invested. There's a bunch of stories that I can't say right now because I'm not thinking of it. But I'm invested in that shit. But but there's no other storylines that I'm invested in in WWE now. Like, am I really supposed to be invested in Matt Riddle as champion besides him just being a good wrestler? And, oh, he can kick his flip-flops off and, oh, he smokes weed. Yay. Am I really supposed to get invested in this? I, I would say I'm invested in Apollo Crews. I like the accent. I'm no care. I'll say the accent may be shitty to y'all. I kind of dig it. But... That's about it. I love Big E too, but there's no meat to the bones of that storyline. The storyline for any women's matchup nowadays is, oh, these are two great women. Look at how great these two women are. 
Let's just have a match and just say fuck it. It seems like the only two people that WWE are truly able to give a proper storyline to on a consistent basis is Sasha Banks and Bailey. And Bailey ain't on the fucking card for Mania. That pisses me off. Oh, and by the way, before any people try to get on me about ba- about Sasha Banks, let me just say this right the fuck now. <clears throat> Sasha and Bianca don't deserve to main event Mania. Fuck off. Considering the fact that there is no proper storyline behind that, you could have easily have built a rookie versus established star storyline. There could have been some good meat on the bones. Sasha could have been the cocky heel, whereas Bianca is the conquering babyface. There's story behind that. But no, we're just going to put them in regular tag team matches and have them be best friends. Before Sasha's like, wait a minute, I'm a bitch. Fuck you, Bianca. And then they just start fighting for some reason. I mean, the same mistakes being made on Raw, freaking Rhea Ripley, who I do believe was the fourth option in this entire Raw Tag Team, Raw Women's Championship entire, because let's be honest, the world would have seen Lacey Evans versus Charlotte Flair if somebody didn't put a bun in the oven for fucking Lacey. And if if Charlotte didn't get fucking Corona, we would have been Oscar versus Charlotte. Because obviously, after TLC, that obviously was the plan. And let me just say this right from the off. Charlotte didn't deserve the Royal Rumble win. Charlotte didn't deserve the NXT Championship. Charlotte didn't deserve the Women's Tag Team Championships. I don't give a fuck how good of a draw she is. Not every time she shows up on TV, you just plaster a title onto her. For fuck's sake. Thank you. I'm just saying. But what do they do with Asuka and Rhea Ripley? In the first title matchup on Monday, for the first Raw Tag Raw Women's Championship matchup since fucking Night of Champions, where she raced off against Zelina Vega. What do they do to build up the match? Oh, I know. Actually, have them look like shit by being in a tag team title match because apparently that's the best way to book them. Tag team title match. As much as I like NXT, I don't think they deserve. They needed women's title tag titles, but then again. It was needed considering the fact that they didn't want to meddle with main roster bullshit because, my God, watching Raw and then watching NXT and SmackDown is like watching two different shits. On Raw, you have the Kitty show that actually has one storyline booked the right way. SmackDown and NXT is consistent, but they're not perfect either. And I'm going to just say this right now. The best, the reason why Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan are being booked in the main events because they got a story. And they're all looking strong heading into the biggest show of the year. The reason why Drew versus Bobby Lashley's being booked in the main event, motherfucker, they haven't lost a single match. Drew McIntyre hasn't lost clean considerably since he won the Rumble to, since he won the Rumble last year, honestly. Hell before that, he hasn't lost clean. Bobby Lashley, been the most consistent booked man for the past year and a half, and I have no fucking clue why they broke up the hurt business, but it doesn't hurt this match. They still deserve main event slot, regardless of what anybody else has to say. I don't understand the tag divisions. Merge them two shits together. The women's divisions being treated like shit. I get the women's tag title shit, but my God, Shayna deserves so much better. Fuck Nia Jax. Get Bobby Roode away from fucking Dolph Ziggler ASAP, please. Bobby Roode deserves so much better, and y'all are treating this man like EC3. 
Get him away from Dolph now. Dolph don't deserve to be anywhere near Mania again. <clears throat> Y'all took the titles off of Street Profits for that? I mean, I'm happy Bobby Roode's got another title under his belt, but he's a tag guy now, and that's a shame. He's great as a single star. He's awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, but wait, 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 wait. Y'all think I'm just doing WWE? NXT ain't safe either. I mean, uh, when was the last time I got invested into, when was the last time you were invested into a women's championship match that wasn't just because, oh my God, these are two great wrestlers. Let's see them fight. <coughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, anyone can be mad about Raquel Gonzalez because of the whole MAGA shit. I ain't stepping on that fucking minefield. But my old stance on the situation is she is not good. She, 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 she's no good at the wrestling, you know? She's she's decent. But decent doesn't mean women's champion. If anything, Dakota Kai should be champion right now. And I think that's what they're going for. And if they're going for perhaps Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox in the future for the Women's World Championship, I would be happy. The tag division's finally getting back to normal. It's been shipped for the past two years. Ever since UE fell off a cliff, my God, the tag division's ass. I think 2020 was their worst year in terms of tag team wrestling. Their worst year. I mean, I like Drake Maverick and fucking um, Killian Dane, but good Lord. I like grizzled young veterans. They're the only reasons that this tag division got saved. And the Galadelph and Tazma is in a city all to its own. Honestly, I love them more than anything. <clears throat> their main roster shit in terms of... Their main title shit in terms of uh, Karrion Cross with Finn Balor doesn't bother me as much as anyone else would think. I personally got no feelings on Karrion Cross. I think he's awesome. His promos are fantastic. Uh, do I think he should be champion? Yeah, but you're kind of booking yourself into a corner because what the fuck do you do with Finn Balor after that? Or what the fuck do you do with Karrion Cross? Like, who's going to take the belt off him? You'll figure that out in due time, I do believe. <clears throat> uh, But uh, in terms of NXT, they're actually doing decent. SmackDown's great, too. But um, if y'all just think this is a WWE shoot, yeah, um, AEW, we need to talk. Because uh, as much as I like the shit y'all are doing, here are my pros with y'all. The fucking pinnacle inner circle feud is something that I enjoy. I love that both of them are trying to one-up each other. I love MJF. Chris Jericho on the mic is still great. Just keep him away from the ring. I think in the ring, he's kind of lost a step. If not a step, more like 10 steps onto a fucking cliff. Um, Their tag division's good. But there's just one problem that I think so many people give them nothing for. Like, so many people are just willing to just let this slide. I think it needs to be mentioned. Why in the blue fuck should I care about what happened on AEW Dark or Dark Elevation? Why the fuck should I be watching Being the Elite just to understand wrestlers' characters? I don't get that. Why should I give a fuck about what happens on AEW Dark if they don't mention it on Dynamite? You barely see any fucking replays of Dynamite on Dark on Dynamite. Only thing you see is that mini card on the bottom where it says winners and losers, and that's about it. Why should I care if SCU's on a winning streak if that shit's not being shown on Dynamite? Why should I care if certain wrestlers are going red hot if they're not being shown on Dynamite? Why should I give a single fuck about Ethan Page and 
Scorpio Sky and their new tag team if they're not being shown in matches on Dynamite. To me, Elevation and Dark are the literal equivalent of main event and no one's giving them shit about it because it's AEW. Why should I go out of my way to watch your YouTube channel when everything I should be told about why I should give a fuck about these stars, why I should care about these wrestlers, why I should care about their stories, their trials and tribulations. If all of that should be presented on your one television show, why the fuck do I got to watch Dark and Elevation just to understand it? The only people I actually watch, watch being the elite for is the dark is the dark order. That's it. I only watch it for comedic shit. I'm not trying to watch it to learn about a person's character. I'm watching it for a laugh. I'm not taking that shit seriously. And as far as dark and elevation goes, motherfucker, that is a jobber central. Literal jobber matches as far as the eye can see. I can't name one dark match that I actually enjoyed. I can't name one elevation match that I actually enjoyed. Why the fuck they got it on there, I don't fucking know. And why the fuck I should care about people who have winning streaks on that show, I have no fucking clue with. Because I don't understand why all of a sudden I should give a fuck about Scorpio Sky winning this freaking Face of the Revolution thing. That that sonic ring that was hanging up on the fucking rafters when he wasn't on when he wasn't on fucking Dynamite since he lost to Cody Rhodes. That's it. And speaking of Cody Rhodes, I gotta say something about this shit too. Why the fuck should I care more about Shaq making his in-ring debut than I should be caring about fucking Miro? No one's giving AEW shit for this, but the fact that Miro debuted so poorly, in my eyes, is not being talked about a lot. And it is pissing me off. He is talked about when he left WWE as a future IWGP champion. That man is a monster, a beast, skyrocket him to the moon. If there was anybody I was willing to see getting pushed to the fucking moon immediately, it would have been Miro. He's that damn great. But no, he's the best man, right? That's it. He's the guy wrestling in arcade matches. You know, best man, wedding cake, wives, shit like that. Like, seriously? I care. You sure you're telling me to give more of a fuck about Shaq? Wrestling on AEW when I sh- when you're not even trying to reference Miro being on a fucking monstrous tear. Are you kidding me? <sighs> I'm gonna just get this one out the way too. I don't give a fuck about QT Marshall and his factory shit. I don't give a fuck about the Nightmare Family. I don't give a fuck about the Nightmare Factory. I don't give a fuck about anybody involved because, quite frankly, I don't give a fuck about Cody Rhodes in general. I don't. And also, I wonder, I believe the TNT Championship was supposed to be open challenge based. Why doesn't Darby Allen get that same treatment? I don't get it. Why am I hearing he's going weeks at a time without defending the title when Cody Rhodes was defending it damn near every week against stars and beating them? I don't get that. <laughs> I don't know. There's just mm, this one's gonna get me heat. Your AEW women's division's dog shit. We all know it. 
But your tag division's worse. Why I say it's worse? Because it's being headed by the most overrated team in the history of professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, the Young Bucks are absolutely dog shit. I have said it before and I'll say it again. They can go fuck themselves. I don't understand why I should give a damn about their character. Should I watch B&E Elite to understand them too? Like, why one minute they're conquering team, fighting for the life of AEW against uh, Kenny Omega's invading shit from uh, fucking Impact Wrestling? Then the next minute they're super kicking staff because, oh, they great and they got money. What? 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 Why during their feud with the FTR were they heels? I don't get that. Their entire feud with FTR featured them super kicking people. Like, oh, we're too cool for this. We got money. Like, why? They turned heel, then face, joined with Kenny Omega, then didn't join with Kenny Omega. And then you have that shit with them and Don Callis. And then they team with John Moxley. And then now everyone's like, oh my God, the Young Bucks teamed with Kenny Omega. They turned on John Moxley. The most obvious shit ever. No wonder Jim Ross is not giving a fuck on commentary. Because this shit is just terrible. Why should I care about the Young Bucks turning heel for the millionth time in less than two months? Why should I give a fuck about their team with Kenny Omega and the, and the Good Brothers? Why should I care? Speaking of which, when was the last time these fuckers defended the tag titles? Why ain't they doing that shit? Why should I give a fuck about this NX about this AEW Impact crossover if the only people you're showing on both shows is Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers? And the occasional appearance of private party on Impact Wrestling. That's about it. Why the fuck hasn't Moose showed up on AEW? Why the fuck hasn't Rich Swan showed up on AEW? Why the fuck am I not seeing OTNA knockouts? Why the fuck isn't Junie Grace? Why the fuck is freaking Jordan Grace? Not squaring up to Thunder Rosa or Britt Baker right now. I don't get that shit. Another thing. I get there in the inner circle. And I get there cool and everything. But why do I have a slick feeling like LAX should have been something more? Santana and Ortiz. They have been holding AEW. I had them being the first AEW tag champions. Why, why are they so shit now? Like, I get there in the inner circle, but they could have been so much more. At least put the belts on them. I mean, they're fucking amazing. I don't get why I should like Team Taz. I don't get why I should care about fucking Matt Hardy's family rather than they're just a bunch of heels. And, and the fact that the main event shit... It's just the Young Bucks turning heel for the 10 millionth time. And I'm supposed, to leave, I'm supposed to just give a fuck about it. It's just infuriating. AEW, you are confusing as fuck. I'm not trying to sit there and watch a match just because there are two great wrestlers and they can do flippy shit. And then super kicks. I don't care. I'm not trying to sound like an old school wrestling fan because I'm not. I understand the appeal of new age shit. But for fuck's sake, give me a reason to care for these other people. Put it on your mainstream show because I can guarantee you casual fans like myself who don't have time to be sitting here watching AEW on television. We would rather the one chance we get to watch AEW 
We don't want to be sitting here and hearing, oh, you should watch Beanie Lee or Dark or Duck Elevation to see why you should give a fuck about these guys. They've been on a 10-match winning streak. Really? I haven't seen these niggas on TV for three months. Where have they been winning at? Oh, they've been winning on YouTube and Dark, right? Why should I give a fuck? Tighten the fuck up, AEW. Tighten the fuck up, WWE. Tighten the fuck up, New Japan. Why the fuck is Will Ospreay your champion? What in the fuck are you doing? Hell, I'll, t- hell, I'll say it like this. Tighten up Impact Wrestling. Why the fuck is Moose not your champion right now? Why the fuck is Rich... Look, I'm not going to be mad about Rich Swan not being champ... Rich Swan being undisputed champion. I can understand why y'all did that. Why the fuck wasn't Moose there? Why couldn't you have made it a triple threat? You could have easily done Moose versus Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega, and it would have done better. I don't fucking get you. <sighs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Yeah, that was been my rant. Y'all can take that however you will. I don't give a fuck. I don't even think I'm going to fucking upload this shit. Matter of fact, fuck it. This is getting up in the podcast. I'm uploading it because it's just going to be my 25-minute, 20-minute-something rant with me halfway high or drunk or whatever the fuck talking about how I think pro wrestling nowadays is a flippy shit, mindless piece of shit, which has some great storylines while other shit is making zero fucking sense, and I hate it. Go fuck yourself if you hate my opinion. Sorry. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. I guess. I don't know.